0: Asia Radio Theater proudly presents Melodramatic Theater, Episode 1 The Clash of Emotions But why, brother? Why must you go to the mountainous region? I can't I can't I can't so I so Brother, will be sorrow but... oh, well, if you suddenly disappear for this journey? But you think of father! He'll be jumping out of his roof! He'll be so happy! Father will be so proud! Oh, if only the dear North hadn't taken him from us! But the truth is I hate you! I have to get away from you! I will not let my younger brother out to us and in my family while making my father proud! I will not stand for this! But... but you have to! I'm... I'm the... the destined one of the father's Brother, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. What's that? I tried to go and meet a nice girl, but I finally realized. Next time on Anx Theater, what will be the major revelations that the brothers will come to? Will the feelings be reflected? Is it related to the gravitation review of this episode? Tune in next time for another installment of Anx Theater. There's clever engineers. But yeah. Time for Aso Radio. Okay, welcome to episode number eighty-four of Aso Radio. Eighty-four, eight p.m. Four. We're moving up in the Aso range. Radio. This is MG Seventeen and GBC bringing you another full episode of Aso Radio <laughs> with homosexual avatars. <average. laughs> yeah. But we'll get to that in our section. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. scary when you put your sho- your hand on my shoulder during the funny. Uh it was funny, though. But just wait until part two, people. Just you wait. So, um, we got a lot of news to do. Yes? Yeah, we got a lot of news. A lot on. of news. Uh, most of it's rather boring. But, there are some interesting bits in there, I guess. When isn't most of the news boring? You know, I remember back in the day when we had Pokemon murders. The news was interesting then. But we don't have anything like that in these recent years. I tell you, it's just kind of depressing. Depressing so enough that sad. it makes me contemplate <sighs> the virtues of suicide. But more about that when we get to our reviews too. <laughs> Anyways, it's time to snitch. And now it's time for the Ineat Walk Anime News. Beauty play I Feeling too depressed to read our first news item. How about you do it? You want me to? But this yeah. is such a boring news. I don't even know if I can read through it. But, but yeah, well, I, I'd like you to read it if you would. Alright. It's an energetic so. schoolgirl who just got a new outfit. According to ICB2 and published... Oh, well, that's in- not energetic. Come on, come on, come on. alright. All right. What, can I, can I just get the school girl part? Uh, well, you gotta wear the for sure. All right. Wait, no, <laughs> never mind. I don't want DV3 wearing anything like a Sailor Pooka. Well, oh, they well so nice. You gotta wear stockings in that case, but, uh, <laughs> uh, let's just cover this new Manwa publisher, shall uh, Alright. According to ICD2 and Publishers Weekly, NetComics will release three Manwa in January. Zero six. Boy, princess, and let's die. Six more will be released by the end of March, with three more by the end of June in 2007. They expect to release ten, ten titles per month. Unfortunately, it seems that most of, <laughs> um, yeah, these this publisher's comics tend to be of the gravitational sort, of the yaoi the, the sort. So I don't think we'll be doing too much more discussion about these in the future but wrap up this little news story Net Comics is a society area of e- Ecomix the largest Korean Manwa publishers with a catalog of thousands of titles 40,000 volumes worth of material, with materials, of over 150 creators many of them Korea's top creators Ecomix publishes the Korean Manwa magazine Young Jump not the same as Shueisha's Young Jump which is a Japanese publication copying the piece of Ecomix's business model that comes will offer many of their titles online for a lower price per chapter according to the Net Comics most of their titles will be available for licensing in languages other than English. The site does not specify which titles they intend to release in North America or in what order. One of the listed titles, Full House, has already been translated and released by Central Park Media. Let's Guy and both Prince, Boy Princess are both labeled boy love comics for a girls ages 13 plus. 30 page samples of the two one and the other netcomics properties are available from the company's website. NetComics will be distributed by Ingram so if this is not mentioned on the NetComics website however ICB2 refers to it as the story of a wimpy husk boy who finds his hidden love and hidden self when the beautiful and invisible female automaton number six is delivered to his home so maybe <laughs> one with a female automaton might not quite be the pure love I'm hoping for but at least it's a little bit removed from boy love hey get this Oricon has posted an article about the top si- Top 10 selling anime theme songs For 2005 Wow Where'd you hear about that TV Prairie Where'd I hear about it It was on Anime News Network Anime News, Network. Anime news Network. Com, The number one provider Of anime news To Ace Radio That would be the place Oh okay cool And This year's Top 10 anime theme songs Were Wait 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 wait. 37 anime theme oh. songs Broken to Oroco's Top 10 charts this year Compared to 27 In 2004 And only 8 back in 2000 That's 24 but, That's 27 Sure. <laughs> this year's top 10 anime theme songs were... Should we start with number 10 and work out? Okay. Number 10, Wings of Words from Gundam Sea Destiny by Chemistry. W- and I'll read the copies sold. 140,969 copies. Number 9, Kiroge Wagyu... Maybe you so should read the copy sold. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kuroge Wagyu... Joshio Tanaka Rapayaku Haichi and From Blackjack by Ai Asuka. 149,134 copies were sold Number 8 Kimiwa Boku Mi From Gundam Chi Destiny by Seesaw 156,172,000 were sold Well, okay, okay. (laughs) kind of of said that wrong, but that doesn't matter, did I? Uh, yeah, you said 172,000 for sure. Anyways, Metamorphose, apparently, from Mobile mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, a new translation, heirs to the stars, by Gat. 156,709. I like Gats instead of Cockroach, don't they? (laughs) No, they probably do. No, no, because of the being in that uh, RPG that's square put out, like they're prominently featured and whatnot. Is somebody bothering you on the old cellular again, DBZ? Maybe just me. May buzz me on the mobile, eh? Right? Number six, The Siege from Gundam Seed Destiny by TM Revolution. One 176,028 copies. Eh, we'll just stick with reading the thousand place, I think. Alright. Pride from Gundam Seed Destiny by High and Mighty Color. 223,208. Well, I was hoping you were going to go 223,000 copies, but I'll, I'll work with that. You know, it seems that the easier it is to say, since it's in the sort of title the more copies are sold. Link is number <laughs> four from Full Metal Alchemist, The Conqueror of Shambhala by Léarque and Fiel. 235,000 copies were sold. Uh, number three is... Sukiyannen osaka o Mu Mugendai from Nintama uh, Rantaro by Johnny 8 238,000 copies Number 2 Genkoka from Blackjack by Jan da Ark 320 Oh, that's almost 322,000 copies Yeah, we'll leave it at that And the number 1 selling anime theme song single was more than DOUBLE of what any of the others had uh, Barely less than double of number two But still I'm going to say double of any of the others Asterisk From Bleach TV By Orange Range And their numbers of souls Read the whole number 628,329 copies Crazy Crazy Oh look we get to read some more boring numbers Or should we just make this simple and sweet Let's just make it simple as sweet. All right. The Japanese box office numbers for the most recent Japanese box office numbers that are listening I the is News Network. Number one this week, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Number two, Yamato. Japan... Oh, sorry. That's not part of the title. Yamato. Number three, King Kong. Number four, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Why, I don't know. Number four, Stormy Night. Number five... Wait, what? Okay. Number five apparently was Stormy Night. Uh, number 6 was Superfleet Sanser X the Movie. Number 7, Memoirs of a Geisha. Number 8, Procure H- Max Heart 2. Number 9, Zathura. And number 10, Quackjack the two doctors of darkness. Damn evil doctors. Why are they always so evil? Evil? <laughs> well, manga entertainment. in. British, well, uh, <laughs> British Columbia? I think not. I'm sorry. In Britain, we released the English dub of Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence, on DVD on, in February 27th-ish. Yeah, you can find it out on the website. Also, uh, Madman Entertainment will be releasing the English dub of Ghost in the Shell 2 in Australia. So good news for our friends down under. If they like Ghost in the Shell. If they like Ghost in the Shell and don't mind being plundered for all their shinies. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Delray has released a 30-page preview of the manga Pastel on their website. The manga will be released, or actually was released today, December 27th, and the preview can be seen at www.delraymanga.com slash Pastel. And according to a recently aired commercials, One Piece will be returning to 4Kids TV after the holidays. Uh, you know, there's a lot of reasons to hate 4Kids, and I'm going to list the top two reasons right now. Alright. But I may go beyond two. Alright. Top two reasons. Number one, HORRIBLE dub. And number two, they never include the Japanese language as an option on their DVD releases. This true. Also, they tend to go and rip out the good music, put in their own, and they tend to go and, like, quiet spaces for, like, mood or feeling or whatever, fill up with corny jokes and crap. It's just horrible. Not to mention all the the digital editing they do. Jeez. But enough about crappy people. Let's talk about people doing well. D3. Oh, you want me to do this one? Uh All right. Since the initial public offering on December 21st, production IG stock price increased from the initial value of 510,000 yen, about 4,372 dollars, per share to 1,500,000 yen by the closing of the market the same day, on December 22nd. The value increased to 1,800,000 yen for a total increase of 253%. Only 2,500 shares were offered to the public. And details are available online. Yes, well, that's quite the jump from being worth about $4,000 per share to about Mm, $20,000 per share. Okay, so, since, well, of course, we've got to have an ass full of numbers and statistics this being the end of the year, Whitehost, Google, and Yahoo have released their top search results for 2005. Now, while anime-related terms did not manage to make any of the top lists on the 2005 year-end Google zeitgeist, which of course they're pulling that from German or Yahoo's 2005 top searches they did manage once again to appear on Lycos' Lycos's web's most wanted 2005 uh, the Lycos list for the top 100 overall searches the, these are um, just, um, we're going to skip past Yeah, going yep yeah, keep skipping ok so at number 5 Dragon Ball which um, wait what the hell oh, ok which ranked Um, Last year 13th in rank This year was up To number 5 Last year Pokemon was at 33 This year Number 8 Inuyasha Jumped from 55 to 34 Final Fantasy From 25 Down To 38 Uh, Sailor Moon Up from 56 to 41 Naruto Was not on the list But uh, Managed to be 42 this year And Yu-Gi-Oh Down from 45 To number 68 And goes on to say, animation and anime in particular also dominate like those lists of the most searched for non-primetime TV shows. Their top ten lists were for non-primetime TV shows. Dragon Ball, Pokemon, Inuyasha, Sailor Moon, Naruto, Yu-Gi-Oh, Gundam, Spongebob, Squarepants, Digimon, and Rona Kenshin. Which, that's got to be basically the same list we've read every year except for the Spongebob entry. Google, however, oh god, this story's going on forever has a list of the top 15 churches of 2005 in Japan. No anime image to make the top 15, but the list was dominated by idol singers and actresses. But I don't care about them, so <laughs> we're going to talk more about the Slam Dunk scandal. Ooh, T 3 Earlier this year, it was extensively reported that Yuki Setsugu plagiarized art from the Slam Dunk annual for the In Power of Eden. Do you remember what the show we did that on? I don't know, when a I while ago. As a result, Kodansha ceased distribution and publication of Flower of Eden. Now several websites and a January issue of Saizo Magazine have begun reporting that it appears that T- T- in Inoue has copied NBA photographs for use in T- slam dunk. T- oh, thank you. You're welcome. Has copied NBA photographs for use in slam dunk. An extensive ch discussion, which some people may remember for hand, Uh, Regarding the topic is going online, while a side-by-side comparison of Inoue's art with actual NBA photographs can also be found. A Manichi YY translation of the Kaizo article can be read online also. I wish they would include so damn many links in these news stories. In an interview several years ago, Inoue was asked where his pictures originated from, and he responded that they were created in... Wait... And the president wrote, this is horrible. Uh, from his own basketball experiences and from memory of NBA pictures he had seen in magazines and on television. Neither Inouye nor a publisher um, shueisha have commented on the allegations at this time. So, yeah, that's crazy, but I think when you start going, oh, look, he looked at pictures to so derive his drawings from that's going a little too far. Yeah. All right, we have some more numbers. I shouldn't have paid so little attention when I compiled the news. The 9th Japanese Media Arts Festival winners have been announced. Kay. In all, 1,797 works were submitted from inside Japan and around the world. Four works were given grand prizes in four categories. In fact, oh my goodness. Four works were given grand prizes in four categories. With 16 more, four per category, given excellent excellence prizes, and four more, one per category, given an encouragement prize. Isn't that usually called the consolation prize? Or honorable mention? Yeah. Additionally, close to 140 more titles were... I mean, I'm not encouraged, but I'm last. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed. Good job. Keep trying harder. Here's a question. Would you rather get an encouragement prize or an excellent work award? Yeah, that's true. But then again, at least they got something up. Uh, I mean, there's only, what, like uh, five, six, six per category, 24. So there was about 1,750 people that got jacked, so yeah. I guess it's better than nothing. Additionally, Oshula Miyawaki was given a special achievement prize for having made a great con- contribution to the media arts. Miyawaki is the director of the Kyoto Figure Museum. The winners in each category were Art Division Grand Prize, Chronos Projector by uh, Alvaro Casanelli. Excellence Prize goes to the Six King Sonics. Well, oh. read all of those. Oh, Spyglass Gate Vision Anima. And the encouragement prize Snicker Snicker goes to <laughs> Constellation. Entertainment Division. The Grand Prize went to Flip by Juan Carlos Espinal Gonzalez. The Excellence Prize went to... ...Nintendogs. ...Nesina Wamono... ...Misui... ...Fu... ...Dosan... ...Shiburaru... ...uhm... Oh, we're skipping these scripts. Most of the recommended works can be seen on their official website. Of particular interest, the recommended anime, where is some crap uh, Alright, fine, read those. Mobile, mobile Suit Z, Zeta Gundam, a new air transition, airs to the stars. The place promised in our early days. mill Alchemist, The Conqueror of Sambala. Blood, Plus, Speed, Graffer, Ghost in the Shell, Sentinel Complex, The Laughing Man. Eureka, Seven, Palms of Planets. Miss Eureka. is that what I say? Of course not. Seikano, oh. C- 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 Another Love. Tideline Blue, Honey and Clover. I've uh, right? about honey and clover. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mihime. Masudei Kosoku Theatre. I don't know. Dagmana Yori. Yeah. And we're skipping all the rest, yeah. Okay, Pokemon USA takes over Pokemon licensing as of January 1st. Pokemon USA will take over all aspects of Pokemon licensing from 4Kids. Since Pokemon USA was founded in 2001, licensing responsibilities were split between the two companies, but now all licensing will be handled by Pokemon USA. In addition, Anime News Network has learned that 4Kids will not be producing or distributing the English language version of the next Pokemon TV series to be released in North America, Battle Frontier. No one from Pokemon USA was available to confirm how or when the new the next series will be produced and distributed, but we can only hope that they can do a superior job. No kidding, man. All I can say is I'm glad to have more money pulled out of poor kids' wallet. <laughs> All right. Now this one is interesting. Japan to use anime to buff its image in China. Over the past several months, we've reported on several Japanese government programs aimed at increasing awareness and appreciation of anime in other countries. Indeed. Now, Asahi has posted an English article. Asahi. About Asahi. Oh. Yeah. But I think they left off yes. But who knows? Asahi has posted an English article about a Japanese government program aimed at using anime and J-pop to polish Japan's tarnished image in China unlike previous programs that we reported on this is the first one focused on the on one single country in total Japan will spend three point eleven billion yen or twenty six point eight million dollars on PR in China not only anime or populated PR yes so I need to do a little aside here for a moment D the uh, Japan's tarnished image in China comes from the fact that um During, oh, the expansionist period of Japan during the 20th century, there was a massacre that uh, Japanese people inflicted upon um, this one Chinese group. I think they killed something like 50,000 people. Wow. Uh, And in the official chosen uh, Japanese high school uh, history books, this wasn't mentioned as a massacre, only as an incident, and no numbers were released in there as to the number of killed. And this has caused a large number of protests in the uh, present totalitarian state of China, which is rather uncommon to see because it's an oppressive totalitarian state, uh, sorry, communism. Um... And to actually see people risking their lives to go and be uh, imprisoned over this, obviously big deal to people who have descended from victims of that and such. As a matter of fact, one man who was protesting against this, like, I think he was sending out newsletters about it. He got 10 years in prison in China. Really? Really. Wow. Not a nice place to live. Yeah. So let's uh, change this a bit with some good news for American fans on the East Coast. Yes, the New England Anime Society is working with the First Night Boston to celebrate the First Night in anime style. From 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. on December 31st, Boston's 2006 First Night celebration will include three anime screenings at the Heinz Convention Center. Very nice. All right, now a little bit about uh, the uh, shorts that Ghibli has at their Ghibli Museum. Walker Plus, that's www.walkerplus.com, which is important later on in the article, has posted some information about and images from the three new short movies Hayao Miyazaki has released for the Ghibli Museum. English translation of the text is on the Walker Plus page, which is just walkerplus.com. uh, Yadoru, uh Sagashi, Hoshi no, I mean hoshi Taraki, and Mizugumo uh, Monmon will premiere on January 3rd at the museum. Here's a slightly easier one for you to do, DB3. Yes, Gundam Seed 3. According to Moonface, the February issue of Comic Gum reports that Sunrise is now planning a new Gundam Seed work. And, we're not going to tell you any more details, because... We're not right. Uh, Namco Bandai Holdings, as some of you may recall, Bandai bought Namco about a year or two ago, Recently issued a press release outlining its North American subsidiaries as they are to be known now that Namco and Bandai have merged. The companies are Bandai America, Namco Cybertainment, Namco America, Namco Bandai Games America, Namco Networks America, and Bandai Entertainment. No mention of Bandai Visual USA was made. New Digital Manga Titles Digital Manga has updated their website with information about the new titles announced in November. They've also added some previously unmentioned titles of Almost Praying, by Mako Takahashi and J-Boy by Biblos in an anthology of one-shot stories from Biblos' Jap- Japanese magazine Junk Boy. And some fun news, for um, our last bit of news, she kind of picked up firsthand. Uh, the Tales of Fantasia OAB website has uh, updated with a new trailer for the fourth and final episode to be released in Japan on February 24th. Those uh, not fortunate enough to be able to go and import Japanese OAVs can check out the GameCube game. Again. And that's it for us, for the anime news at least. And shall we find out, what well, this, this is just the first item in our list to do tonight, so... Yes, we've got many things to do. Uh, one of which is to be much more entertaining in our review section. I think that can be nice. It's not a new view, it's not a preview, it's a review. Anime review. Yeah, so about those reviews, uh, what do we got to review this time, dv 3 Well, we have The Seven Samurai, Oh, uh, Samurai 7, that's his that's name. True, true. Uh, we have Gravitation, and Escaflowney Movie. True. What is that full title, anyway? What, of the Movie? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a Girl and guy. Well, apparently, for the North American release, they slaughtered the name. Damn, you Bandai entertainment. I hope your merger goes to hell. Um, and so they changed it for being called Escaplone, a girl and Gaia, with that nice, you know, you remember the yeah. picture of Tommy on the stone and surrounded by flowers and everything, with this dark, bloody, violent-looking cover, and renamed it from a girl in Gaia to Escaplone, the movie. But damn it, it's still a girl and Gaia. Man, I like that picture a lot better. All right, anyway, DB3, what else, uh? Those are our things oh, okay. So that's what we're going to be reviewing. And we really don't have much good to say about any of these. Not that there's not some good in each of them. Yeah. They're just... None of them are exceptional. Right. And... To counter our really drawn-out news, we're going to do these in a bit of a more condensed version. Kind of get to the point, if you will. BB3, you've seen it the most often. Summarize the first volume of Samurai 7. All right. Samurai 7, basically there's... This is after a great war, Samurai became... Mention what it's based off of. Oh, it's o- based off of an old Japanese movie called The Seven Samurai. And I thought it was Chinese. Oh, it might have been Chinese. Yeah. Somewhere... Some, I don't know. Anyway, go on with what you do now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's basically this town's getting ransacked by people, by uh, bandits. And they're like, we need to get some samurai to save her. Of you know? course, it should be mentioned that these bandits are actually samurai that sacrifice their bodies into becoming the ultimate weapons, which are these crazy giant biomechanical thing a Yeah. It's a crazy damn show. Yeah, so they send uh, a, a water-pieces water mm-hmm. to, to go... douse that's the word where they go... diving. Mm-hmm. yeah. To find some samurai. And basically, that's what the first... This case is them finding family. Yeah, she's like, oh, we need to go and find the samurai stick. You can not stop them, and they find this dude. He's like, I don't want to do it. She's like, oh, you please, are my darling treasure. No, I don't think so. I've got an attitude problem. And and then she gets get to hit that by the weird prince who just absolutely needs to have a full collection of girls. He's very feminine, oh, but he loves them. And uh, there, then there's the crazy Steam samurai yeah. guy. Eventually, and the guy's like, "Fine, I will do this for you, but I'm going to need some more men. Approximately seven of them, give or take." <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's more like that's the whole first line. Yeah. There this isn't. I don't know. Shadow little sister is with the water creatures and one of the, f- the farmers was sent with her. Yeah. I don't know why. He was the one whose idea was originally or something Ah, oh, like to that. go and hire the samurai Yeah he had heard the that the villagers had done the same Something like that, blah, yeah blah, blah. Yeah, that's about There's nothing really good about the series The first two, three episodes were pretty slow mm. The only thing great is that I started by the fight scene at the end It's got really nice animation Very smooth growing It especially does Especially during the fighting It does um, I did notice my brother The f- character when I Both put, in design and action. When I watched this from my little brother, he did point out how there were no clones. Like, all the... The yeah. background characters were unique. Yeah. And I thought that was nice. So, attention to detail they had. Yeah. The music didn't really even stand out. No. Good sound effects. Yeah. Very, very fluid. Um, Sometimes, uh... Sometimes they could have done better with the CG. The little girl was cute. They could have done better with the CG. Yeah. It's just... immediate, mediocre... Yeah, and it's not really bad but it's not really good I mean yeah. I mean it has potential to become good right but it also has a lot of potential it to become good either it. way yeah so as you can see very forgettable yeah what very you neutral yeah, yeah. what are yeah. you going to give this one as a recommendation I'm just going to give this a neutral uh uh DV3 had to assist in helping me actually watch through all four of these volumes. it took me like a month Everything. maybe a month and a half yeah. to get through these four episodes um and so yeah, it's about as neutral as you're gonna find. Yeah. So yeah. Neutral neutral. Next up, which one should we review? Or well, as I like to call it, gyration. <laughs> and they need to stop putting power objects in their mouths and they just, God. It's not French fries or pins, it's pocky and they're always <laughs> in the mouth and <laughs> the bees. Do you please summarize the plot, if you will? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what we saw there. the episodes we watched Which was one, one episode <laughs> of the it, first volume It was enough to give us the impression of what this show is yeah. about in its entirety Basically this kid who's a band, who's who reflects for a popular J-pop group well, I don't think they were popular quite yet. No, no. Remember that, like, how many copies? Car- like, uh, do you consider yourself a success? And they're like, no, we need to constantly try and be better. And she's like, even after selling an asshole of copies and they had all need those to be better on to like the better like this guy, huh? They, they said you need to be better like such and such. It wasn't Kid Who Wrote All Those No, no, no I know the writer Didn't say yeah. that But I'm saying Oh, yeah They've won lots of albums Got a lot of stuff When they were being Interviewed by that girl Oh, yeah And there's like You know you sold so many How can you say You're not satisfied You know So Alright They are popular Yeah But But tragically The lyric writer Cannot find inspiration Dv3 Right He cannot It's just It's like a writer's book Mm-hmm And He's not fingers. writing From the fiery passions Of his soul That's true and he's running through the park, and he... Probably wait, goes, wait, wait. What did one of the other singers suggest you're about to say? He'll find himself a girl... He'll find the guy a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So he can be inspired. Right. And then he goes to the park, and it jumps the shark. Did he drink the water? Yeah, he jumps... What? No, I'm saying, okay, it was crazy crap. Up to this point with the insane blah blah manager and yeah. everything, right? Okay. It was pretty crazy, but acceptable. Yeah. But then, when he goes to the park, it jumps the shark. Yeah, he drops his lyrics and this guy picks him up he's like, He's yeah, are crap! You're freaking crappy writer! That just reminds me of something, DB3. Huh. You remember, we've watched Kaleido Stage in the past, yes? Right. And I need to review Volume 2. I've watched Volume 2. Oh, so we can review it together. Yeah. So you get a bonus review? Does that people? As you can see, we have the watch review. That's why we're not playing the old review. So, here's a question. Isn't that what, um, oh, what's that famous skater called? Um, what's the name of the guy that played uh, Luke Skywalker in Star Wars? Mark Hamilton? Yes. Okay. Uh, the Hamilton girl um, in, in, in Kaleidosage mm-hmm. didn't she say to Zora oh your moves are horrible you'll never be able to do anything here just get out of Kaleidosage I do not want Kaleidosage to go the way Gravitation went I do not want to see well I'm not even going to go there I don't want to taint the nice Kaleido stage with the mention of this possible thing. They're all good friends there. I don't want them to be more than good friends. Friends with benefits. <laughs> oh, sorry. I interrupted your, your talk. It has nothing to do with friends with benefits. But basically... members... Basically this guy... uh uh-huh. ...the new... ...the little chatter... to hunt him down and find out why he hates it. And he goes and tells his band members, and his band member's like... I have to you with someone now? How heartbreaking. And then the background turns pink and yellow. And he's like, You joined the crowd. And he's like, What? You're in love with him. What? He's a guy. I like this. Yeah. And then he's like, You know where he lives, go find him. And then he does. And what happens when he goes and he finds him? The guy impre- pr- pushes himself onto the poor kid. To run away a girl, yeah, chase her off by pretending he's gay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not pretending, and the guy's like, "That's what you wanted." You know, you did. That's why you keep coming to see me. It's not like the music's bad, and he just wants to know why the guy thinks that. No, no, no. Yeah, and, and so. He rushes after the guy who's going back up to his apartment he's like, That's not true. If you thought my music was horrible, then you just ignore me or tell me to get the hell out of here. But you keep saying things, so I keep coming back. So the guy kisses him. At the end of the first volume. <laughs> first episode. It was the end of the first volume. <laughs> we turned it off, Then we? It was the end. So, as you can see, gravitation has very high quality animation and some very likable music. So some of the lyrics and some of the songs could have been better. The animation quality was very high, and the character designs as far as the looks go were well balanced. However, it tended to go and oversimplify things and not have the proportions exactly correct. The storyline, while it could have used some work, moves at a decent pace, but could have been better situated to be paced better throughout the initial episode, as we're gone and thrown into it, initially being the group's very popular instead of going and seeing their meteoric rise to stardom initially. Also, it just kind of sucked. <laughs> um, I think that more or less covers everything else. Yeah. So, here's the thing. We already covered in a previous episode how we at ASO Radio don't like to go and think of ourselves as discriminatory. That We're open to things. But one of the things we're not open to... No, no, no. <laughs> not queers and stairs. No, one of the things we're not open to is crappy anime. Now, this show had high production rights. It is. It used a uh, very popular licensed Japanese uh, band to go and provide the music. But what it didn't have was believability. It's absolutely ridiculous with the way that characters fly off the walls and the way they act, how it turns out that every guy in gravitation town is swinging <laughs> for the other team, and so on and so forth. It's just completely ridiculous in its nature. Now I'm sure that a well worked out uh, DOE title we give possibly a recommended to, but this is not going anywhere near recommendatory, I mean, is no, it dv It's not. What necessary. are you giving this one? You know what? Mm-hmm. You remember when we used to have the audience here? Right. I'm afraid she'll listen to this. uh uh-huh. So I, I, I'm going to give it a neutral. Just remember though, she might write in if you go in and make her upset. Uh, I, I, I can give it a neutral It feels safe So that is what Your final uh, rating Is going to be My final rating Is going to be a neutral Okay I'm going to go And give this And not recommend Because like I said While it has High production values The story is just Completely Unbelievable If, if you like guys With long hair yeah, If you guys If you don't like plot But basically eye candy That will rot Both your eyes And your brain This is it Yeah eye candy both being visual and love, love. <laughs> oh speaking of unrealistic love, we've got to do the Escaflowne movie boy that was uh, that was almost as rushed as the love story in Crest of the Stars wasn't it oh my you saw Crest of the Stars right yeah. there's like oh yes they're destined let's hook them up and leave them in the room and they're like instantly in love that was only slightly more rushed than the Escaflowne movie yeah TV3 take it away I don't want to. I just, I don't... It's <laughs> well, we a while since I saw the first part of it. You're gonna have to go and do it because I was busy compiling the news while you were watching this. And it was crappy news! <laughs> and it was crappy news, yes, but I did compile. Alright. And I only started watching up after the point that I've watched it. Basically, before. it starts out with them filling the... I can't even think of... Escafoni. There we go. And then it flips over to... Man, this is so bad, I can't remember the names. Can you told me? Yeah, thank you. He told me being all depressed and wanting to kill herself and blah, de blah, di blah, di blah. Yeah. It told me, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It was funny how I thought how... Well, here, here express the differences between the TV show and the movie, because I know that's what you're trying to aim towards. Yeah. Basically, in the TV series, she told me it's all upbeat and all these... Going for hope like She's yeah. just kind of like The shining symbol of hope That gives yeah. all the rest Of the run down Ragtag group Their inspiration Yeah saying It's not over yet We can sh- We still have something And then she's just like Yeah my life sucks I want to kill myself There's nothing to live for But I'm too I'm such a limp I can't even do that And then she gets taken to Gaia Gaia By That's becoming A girl in Gaia Not a movie Go on <laughs> By Van's brother. Not... not by Van. No. dragon. No. But by her brother. His brother. Yeah, his brother. Then she ends up in yeah. Gaia. She ends up in Gaia. Right yeah. in front of Van. Yeah, Eska gives bloody birth to her. I never even thought of it like that. But he did. I don't know what to say about this, Envy. I, I just... I okay, wasn't into the movie. By it? I just wasn't into the movie. It's right. all about the differences with Alan, Van, and... Oh, the Dan. art styles? Well, the art style, too, but just describe how, like, Van's different, and Alan's different, and Malerna's different. I don't know, like... You know how, all, like, Alan is all silveristic and he had, like... He didn't of like a gentleman, but mm-hmm. a knight, mm-hmm. and then he was just like... He was already in it, and then he was just like a knight's cat, like... He was just like a pirate captain Yeah, he wasn't even royal Yeah, he's just... A pirate... A captain of a pirate ship And then his sister's dressed like a hooker <laughs> Malerna... Yeah... I didn't even recognize his Malerna Yeah like, Even the voice I didn't click until he's like Malerna, why are you doing that? I'm like... What? And then then, he's all violent and ruthless and stuff Yeah, he reminded me of someone you'd see... That, like, he reminded me of... The Prince on, um... Princess Mononoke Mm. Some of his actions and stuff I was like, huh ashi Yeah, that's just name. I don't know Did I, what it, Something I didn't like about this movie There were no glo- Oh my goodness It's a completely different story From the television series yeah. so In the art style They tried to go for more realistic But still retained the large eyes so that was really wacky Yeah but like I was saying There's no gamelas in it Or anything it's, They have magic and stuff I don't know it's Yeah yeah All stuff. of the Dragon Clan Descendants have magic Apparently even The uh, Landau Was a Dragon Clan Descendant from this one Yeah So I don't know I can But like we were talking about is The The walls tra- The wells Between Van and and, Yeah It was pushed a lot like Really rushed Yeah I don't even know How to describe how it was rushed and so, basically, in a nutshell, Tony gets broken out of her depression by falling in love with Brad. and so instead of wishing for the death of herself and the world, like she was summoned to do in the hopes of, um, the land, not the land now, um, full kid, Instead, she wants to go and reserve, preserve the world because she's in love and realizes that everything's not depressing. But Tolkien's too far gone, and so he dies. But right before he dies, he's gone and is, remembers the good times when his little brother looked up to him and followed him, even though he felt cheated. That went and helped to go and redeem his soul. And then the place fell down destroying the city even more after the guy mills had already gone and wrecked it all. And then it's like, oh, we're going to be together forever. And then she's summoned away by the mystic moon, apparently, because she finally got out of her depression and everything's good. And then the mystic moon disappears. Then the mystic moon disappears from the sky. Yeah. Even though it's been there for thousands of years. Yeah. After her homie sprouted wings. Yeah, she sprouted wings. Mm -hmm. Apparently, her soul finally could soar. I don't know what they were going with with this movie, if they were trying to be symbolic or or just try to go and completely throw people off by changing everything around, but I can tell you that uh, it didn't have good results in the end. DB3 seemed largely bored by this in certain points and depressed by it. And it is a very depressing movie. As a matter of fact, the first time I saw this at anime, I mean, Mm Dead 2001, I told these guys, oh, this is horrible. Just like I told them about the Oh My Goddess movie. Now granted, that turned out to be better than I thought, but still not quite up to the O.A.V. Although it is likable in its own regard. But this movie certainly did not disappoint in me being right about it being horrible. Um... (laughs) I had to watch it uh, in part there, had to stop, Tried it again, had to stop, went back thinking maybe it would be okay, so I jumped into the middle of it, it actually kind of picks up after you get into it, but, um, yeah, DV3, what you give in this one? Not recommended. Not recommended, and I'm going to go and give this one a neutral, because there's some good points to it, like the high production values but they've just kind of gone and completely it, as they say. I- if you like the TV series, don't watch the movie. Or watch the movie before you watch the TV series, and you'll appreciate it all the more. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, neutral for me, not recommended from D.B. 3 Let's Fan mail. 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 Sight. Okay, we actually got two more views, of <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll do the sound mail. So, uh, I'll keep these brief, because I know we've been talking for a while. Actually, I can do Clyd pretty quickly. True. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. On this just of Star, there are four episodes. First, Sora finds a shield that she tries to make the Clyd of, Stars, of new mascot. Mm-hmm. And for a while, they would send a kicker out basically yes, she he would, he would have none of it Because she was an orphan Yeah But basically she convinces yeah. on that She shows how, how it can be used as part of the show And bring people in And they accept it Second one Second episode Of course it should be mentioned The fool saw the uh, luck Was the draw for the mm. thing So he was like a lucky seal He's like No you know, <laughs> I take no. him You know <laughs> Because he keeps messing with the fool Chewing on him Licking yeah. him and whatnot. And then, in the second episode, she meets this Diablo, Yo- like, do you know what, the, what's, there's the Diablo. The Diablon. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Diablon.
1: Which yeah. is basically a
0: wild, balancing, juggling act thing. Yeah, who's like, she meets this Diablon pro who's won the world championships for but last four years. lost the joy of performance. Yeah. And, so I have to rediscover. It. Next episode. Next <laughs> episode. Of, was there only like three episodes on it? Um, oh no! The next one's a birthday for for the one girl. Uh huh. That's right. And for uh what's her name? I know her that last Ham- name's Hamilton. <laughs> oh, wow. for Miss Hamilton, she th- she has a birthday, and basically in this episode, her and Sarah finally become friends. Yeah, she finds out that her dad's always, you know, loves her a lot, but he's a really yeah. busy businessman, doesn't spend enough time with her, so that um, she doesn't feel that her dad loves her. They all try to cheer her up, but eventually it, her dad goes and, well, don't want to spoil it, but, you know, shows that he really cares and everything. Yeah. And the final one, Sora gets the chance to make the lead for the new play, Little so we Be the star, even. Yeah. And she has to do it. This maneuver through a pole. she can't see the other... Oh, what is it? The other... Bar. Yeah. The, yeah, the other bar. bar. Trapeze. Trapeze bar. bar, that's what it was. And she misses it. Well, she, she actually bar. grabs it and lets... she falls. Yeah, she barely, like, touches it. Yeah. Then so she jumps away. Right. Right. Yeah, but she grabs on it both times and then she slips. Right. That's and it. she falls. And she's too scared to try it again. And just, I, I really thought this episode was pretty funny because there were parts where like, she gets a like, kung fu master showing her all these techniques yeah, of concentration. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I under her manager's name, which is absolutely hilarious, yeah. her manager. And she brings in her kung fu master to go and teach Zora the way of, of being able to do it without seeing it all. And Ken, of course, who, uh, you know, really likes Zora. Um, is helping her out with this whole thing and she's like talking and he thinks that she's talking about it and he's like what well, really it's like yeah, blah 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 it's probably not you know but uh, very funny more is what about Kenny he used to be in the pilot st- stage mm-hmm. and he fell off the track he's the same way and he, that's why he became a stage man right. because he couldn't get do it. he also I think he was one who was able to see the fool mm-hmm. they he was they yeah. the fool had mentioned that or earlier but not his name right So, and she has to overcome this here, and that's what's basically spent doing that. Yeah. Um, So that wasn't really short, DB3, but I appreciate your input. Um, Once again, this volume helps really illustrate that the animators for this have an excellent sense of anatomy. They're really good at maintaining proportions and the flexibility and maneuverability of uh, the bodies of the performers and everything. Uh, very brightly colored, well animated, nice music, all in all a nice package, DD3. What's given? I'm giving this it's a highly recommended. And I'm also giving this a highly recommended because I really like the show. It just does everything it does. Okay, next up, Myson Kaku Volume 90. Alright, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Volume 6. Uh, this is the third disc of the second box set. Uh, which this actually is a 96-episode anime series. I've barely scratched the surface. I'm <laughs> only like up to 20-something, 20 like 24. All right, blah, 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 blah. Okay, this, con- this one contained episodes 21 through 24. Remember that when I put up the reviews. 21 through 24, all right. Uh, and I hope you remember the number where we left off last time in the interview. Damn, this is going to be a long episode. Uh, okay. The first episode was Godai's panic, the cat who came to Utaku. Basically, Godai gets suckered by his friend into going and taking in a cat, who, of course, had to be gone and named uh, Kyoto, um, uh, t- to take him in because he couldn't, so he got Godai drunk and goaded Godai into going and taking the cat in. Which, of course, leads to hilarity when Godai goes and talking on the phone and says, oh yes, Kyoto sleeps with me every night. She's always rubbing up against me and waking me up. Um, then there's volume uh, volume two, um, which is you call Good I get the shot Kyoko called The Quiz This is actually a two parter. Where, uh, the first part basically is, um, Kyoko's parents are trying to go and force her to quit being the manager of My Shinikaku and come back to be, uh, live under their roof and get married again since, you know, they don't want her daughter being on her own and blah, blah, blah. Oh, don't make yourself a widow yeah. get married again blah, blah, blah. And so they basically interfere and in the, uh, end of this episode ends with a cliffhanger. Then, number three, Kyoko's crush with danger, mother's nefarious plot, uh, just more or less continues this story, um, God and I ended up going um, on a date with Kozue uh, excuse me and this is actually ties into the previous two episodes it's almost like a three parter if you will yeah. uh, and anyways DD3 uh, saw this episode I saw the two of them uh, and he saw the one before this episode as well um, and it was rather funny when uh, uh, Kozula says, oh, you should try on a tie for our next day. He's like, well, okay, that seems kind of odd. And she's like, you had me put on a tie just to go shopping? And then it turns out, oh, no, they weren't going shopping just for a melon. They were going shopping to take a melon as a gift to her parents because he wanted her. Uh, she wanted him. She wanted him to meet her parents. And um, they end up going. Up, she asks him to come up to her room, and everything. The parents were pushing for them to go get married, and so she's up in the room, and she goes and, and positions herself uh, uh, for a kiss from Godai. And he's like, "Well, should I? Shouldn't I? I don't know what to do. Well, like they say, you gotta get what getting." <laughs> and so he goes to kiss her, and is forced into a shotgun wedding, and all this stuff, and. So glad to be a daydream, but it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and, and then he remembers about how Kyoko was going to um, uh, Soichiro's grave that day, and her ex-husband, her her, her yeah, her, her dead, dearly departed husband. And so he runs. He's like, "Oh no, she's going to be stuck with her parents." I feel so sorry for her. Which, of course, it was at that point that. Um, so father was telling her, you know, oh, you need to get on to your life and, you know, honor him by going and making yourself happy because that's what he wanted. She's like... Uh, eventually uh, They decide between Him and her That well She's just going to Stay at Maishin Kaku Until she finds her way In life Because she likes being there With the residents And everything Which of course Is the thrill to go die Once he realizes That she's not moving away yeah. Which was in the prior episode But still it was funny To go see him Falling asleep on her And be like Oh manager You're not leaving And whatnot." And she of course uh, Not pushing him off Which you know They're going fonder of each other DB3 and the last episode was kind of funny because it was basically like my family, which was shouting and being obnoxious in public and blah. That's a reference to my grandmother. So, <laughs> how do we go and rate this episode, of DB Three, right. Volume? Uh, I, I, I honestly say I, I haven't really liked my new copyright. like. It hasn't really clicked with me. All the episodes I've seen, i just like, eh. Unfortunately, it seems that whenever I show someone the series, they see episodes that aren't good. But these episodes I watched, they were funny. I was laughing. I really liked them. I'm going to give this. Ooh, this is close to highly recommended. Like it's right there on the. Walking the line. line. But I think I'm just going to give it a recommended. But it is. It is right there. It is right there. Yeah, the the first volume, db 3 didn't miss much, like I said, was the first part of this plotline of the Knieving parents, which they're rather conniving or chenisian. Uh And then before that, the cat episode, which really wasn't very strong. I think you saw that. Uh-uh. You didn't see the cat? I only Maybe, the uh, maybe a, No, I watched that one with a, a different friend of mine. So, I, however, I don't know whether I want to give this a highly recommend or not. The, the meddlesome parents I found more annoying than anything. The cat was kind of super florist, so I'm just going to go and get this one uh, recommended too. Hopefully, uh, the next volume, or we're just flying through the seasons, uh, <laughs> will prove to be even more enjoyable. At least, I assume it will be more enjoyable than Gravitation Volume 1. Alright, let's get back to the news. And no news! And no! I was just caught up in the moment, thinking, wanting to make this episode long, because I know how everyone loves... Long episodes are great! Yeah. Okay, on with the fan mail. This first fan mail is from Mort Shadow. subject, episode 83. Hey guys, you were right. These past couple of episodes are really shaping up to be some of the best ones ever. Just wait till you listen to this episode. Keep up the good work. Not from my list. My favorite Christmas episode is the one on Martin's successor, Nidisco, which we'll be reviewing in the future. And number two, the Full Metal Alchemist Gum can only transmute your cavities, into something equally painful and unsightly. The law of equivalent exchange must be obeyed at all times. You know, I had a really witty joke I was going to make in response to that. Uh, but uh, I kind of lost it. Probably was something related to the lipstick, oh, sorry, lip balm from Fruits Basket. Um, let's see, Full Metal alchemist Gum can only transmit your cavities into something equally painful and unsightly. The law of the equivalent exchange must be abated at all times. So, if you want to get rid of that tooth pain and supplant it with a hernia, you <laughs> two <laughs> Full Metal alchemist <optimus> Gum. <laughs> okay, so, damn, I'm sure Daniel, but that does provide a nice segue segue, what a crazy company. Provides a nice segue into our hot spot, which will feature in the second half of our interview, but not before we talk a whole bunch more. Or what do you think, D3? Do we need to do uh, what to buy with your holiday gift card do uh, y now or after the interview? It's after the interview. My thoughts are We don't to want to bore people too much. Oh baby, a hot spot. You basically have to kind of let your imagination take things over to really get into some of the roles you guys yeah, have to play, it. I imagine. Oh, I, I get really loud. you have to a filter, though. Okay, go for it. You know. <laughs> In fact, the sound guy's like, "Okay, wait, wait, let me brace for it." Sometimes we catch his his ears like, "Ah, hold on, i gotta flip the switch," you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, they they did that at the the cosplay uh, uh, panel. They could have used doing some of that. Uh, Some of those uh, cosplays—they were kind (laughs) of (laughs) loud. But all right, then. um, Well, let's go over to uh, Brad for a moment. moment. And okay, so now. You know, uh, Dragon Ball Z, of course, people ooh, Dragon Ball Z, I made fun of that in so many episodes, I've lost count. Um, and then you go into Switch and you're like, you know what, I need to do uh, Hannah, I need to do uh, Boys Over Flowers, you know. Mm-hmm. I need to go and do a show, you know, friend to the girl that you have to crush on and everything and so it's, it's funny though that they do one set of voices for Canada and then they do another set of voices for america and uh what was it kind of like you know did you feel like you had to go and match up with someone and you're like oh he doesn't matter i am making <laughs> the character and i so i'll do it him if i E. well the strange thing about Dragon ball Z, from what i know is it's it began recording in vancouver canada which is where i live and work and um so they began the production there and then it halted for whatever reason, and then the entire collection ended up going down to Texas. And... quite the latitude change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so suddenly, yeah, I, I assume it was, it was recast and, uh, you know, entirely new cast, um, great American cast. Um, and then for whatever reason, it... Uh, I, I think there was... Um, some popularity that was gained from the characters that had began the show. And, I mean, it, it makes sense. You start watching it and if the characters change. I, I can only imagine how it is for a show like Mega Man, where I kind of walk in there. Um, it's got to be kind of strange, you know? So, yeah, somebody, I guess, decided that they were going to, you know, continue on with the series. And, and, uh, and so, yes, yeah, now, like you said, there's, you know, a Canadian version that has the, uh, the Canada and the U.K. release, and then there's the U.S. version. But for, for Which our overseas listeners are more familiar with. Yeah, no. so, so we got people listening from England and India and all sorts no. of places. Now, the only the thing that's, that's crummy for me about that is I have yet to see a DVD that I can purchase of Dragon Ball Z that's, that's got the cast that I'm in, um, just because I think the uh, the animation. Uh, Version is is what gets circulated through North America so I mean I'd have to go abroad I suppose to find it and I I haven't really looked on eBay too closely but probably find something there so what you're saying is you need to howl around a bit (laughs) but um, (laughs) with uh, with Dragon Ball it was a great show to get cast and because I played Teen Gohan who obviously isn't Right mm-hmm. So I already, I already knew how popular the show was, and you know a bunch of um, yeah, like my fellow actors like dormant on. for a while. They changed the slot, get on parts Network, yeah. and woo, it's all popular. And we got it since you know, all 300 odd episodes. Yeah. And stuff. So it's one of those shows that when you get the audition, you already have a pretty good idea of well, for me, who's working on it, and you know how much fun they're having, and how the show's doing, and you know what it's like, and all that. So that's one of the other things that you really want to land. And when I found out that I had that I got go on, I mean, you can't do much better than that. So that was, that was a block. Do we have to wrap it up here? Or? Okay. There's five minutes? Oh, okay. We don't have to wrap it up all, uh, all right. Well, then, in that case, we'll just uh, go and hit a couple more of these really quick. Um, uh, okay. So first of all, you were talking at this at the... Uh, the uh, Vocal music panel, <laughs> which was the music. Um, about doing Roger Rogers, so if you want to reiterate that just real quick for everyone. Oh, that was an interesting character to begin with, because I never was supposed to have that character. It was like, like I get, uh, addressed in the, the panel, that uh, the voice actor for Roger Rogers, you know, had to leave, and he hadn't recorded any of his lines. Huh and it needed to go out. It needed to go out, like, now. You know? so, um, That's the big slip-in. I you know, was pretty was much under the gun right at th- that, th- that th- moment, so it was like, okay, you know, and the director like, let's go, let's get this thing rolling, you know, and it's just, boom, you know, just a lot of uh, direct, directing and coaching from the director to actually get Roger Roger's voice to actually come, come out. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, too, because when I go back, and listen to it, it doesn't sound like me, and a lot of people get thrown off of, who, which character were you in, you know, because they so used to hearing. Do you look like the character you play? No, or? I do not, i black guy, <laughs> no, I'm the black guy, you know. there are so probe. many people, they'll <laughs> assume, you know, in their minds, they see this cosplayer, they think, oh, they're like that character, they see the voice actors, and they think, oh, they've got to be like the characters mm-hmm. and they play, you know, mm-hmm. it must be. Well, I guess I did a pretty good job of fooling the, the, uh, the audience because they couldn't pick out which character I was, you know, so when they said, which character were you, it's like, I was Roger, oh, no, oh, I didn't know that, you know, so it's like surprising to, to know that, you know, okay, I guess I can't throw off my voice, you know. <laughs> Your so. vocal variety, huh? Oh, yeah. All right, then. Well, it looks like we've got about three more minutes left that we have at our disposal so uh let's see here oh well okay first real quick because mm-hmm. uh this doesn't involve any back short how's how's your artist alley table been has it been crazy busy oh it's been crazy busy it has its first here and there i have big fans of golden boy come up and find my golden boy everybody's golden boy just keeps going and going and going it's just it just amazes me it's quartered in 95 <laughs> 94 still going strong it's like cult classic in the animating world i guess one of many that are out there. It's, it's it's in one of those uh categories and it's just in it's anime if you get into it, you are ageless. Yeah. So yeah. You'll always be asked about that. Oh yeah, totally. All the old it's, it was a lot of fun. All right, well, okay, we'll switch back over to uh, Brad here because I have some of you bullet points because you've kind of been a busy voice actor. <laughs> voice acting. Uh, oh, Brad. Busy back in. do lots of artists like, oh, hey, so yeah, I heard you did a really cool picture. Oh, yeah, I sold it to this guy. He paid 50 bucks. It was great. Uh, I right, Go for 50 <laughs> okay. yeah. well, I don't know. Maybe it was really big. Is that about the paint? I don't know. I was just making an example out of my. No, what is all that? It was a theoretical situation. <laughs> hey, <right>. okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, all right. Uh, I was going to ask about Video Girl I, but uh, we're running out of time. So instead, I'm going to ask you about what <laughs> I really want to ask you about Maxwell <laughs> himself. I love that role. <laughs> that was a blast. I mean. Working on, on a show that's uh, geared mainly towards kids, so show that uh, my little nephew could watch and things like that. Very cool. Right? I mean, a big ensemble cast like Hamtaro has. Um, it's a total blast. I mean, half of the lines that I that I read in that were alongside you know ten other hamsters or something. So I mean, it's just it's just insanity. And of course, there's singing that comes along with that show, and just we had a but you don't get ham task of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but okay I I was just BSing it it's just Hamtaro's crazy fun you know it's just it's just one of those, it's like uh, Teletubbies in a way. It's, it's not oh, hey, for, hey, you know, No, no, come I'm on. not saying Hamparo is like Teletubbies. I'm saying it's just one of those shows that's not exactly a deep, thought provoking show about the symbolism of the characters' emotional relationship, <laughs> but one of those that you can't help but smile when you yeah. watch it. You know, my character that's never, my, my character never cried on that sh- of that series, which is you know novel for this, the <laughs> characters that I play. But okay, the real thing I was leading up to outside of that big build-up. <laughs> um, well, there's a reason that I wanted to talk to uh, Trish and Tosh, as I told them earlier, is the uh, 1. Yeah, that's true. I'm a bit of a by yeah. my ensemble. And uh, so, it must have been very interesting being in that show. Was that towards the beginning of your acting? That show? was my very first anime show, my very first anime audition even. Um, so yeah, that was my first taste of, you know, matching voice claps and doing all that kind of stuff. And I have a quick little funny story, I guess. Um, when I found out that I got cast in Rama, I was really excited because I'd seen, I got to see a little bit of, of the show in the, the original audition. Um, so I went in there for my first session and I said, okay, so you're going to be chari- um, playing a character named Moose, I said, you know.
1: Not not <laughs> antlers and horns,
0: but more like hair products. Oh, okay, so my character's called Moose. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, so then I, I start to you know go through the script and we get to page you know let's say 14 or whatever, and I'm ready. Right, I'm queued up for my next line. Boop boop boop. Oh, this isn't me. Um, yeah, we didn't tell. Okay, there's something you should know about your character. Uh, yeah, you splash water on him, he turns into a duck. A duck. Oh yeah, yeah. He turns into a duck. Okay, so my next three pages of dialogue are <laughs> quacks. Yeah. Um. So can you hear a quack? quack. <laughs> All right. You yeah. got three more pages Let's go Okay Angry clacking, Happy cracking all, So I mean That was a great To work on I mean Moose was just Such a fun Over the top Jamie crazy Nuts Cool weapons Type character To play so. uh, I must say In the uh, Wrong not always Be special Where uh Shampu gets The magic switching Duel that makes her angry Or in is <laughs> there Very good clacking In there When you were Tied up in the back room uh, oh, I want that You should I had to Think yeah. deep yeah. for that Plus I, I thought It was funny and you're like come back to me shampoo <laughs> why won't you date me <laughs> it, it's just it's just funny so it's <laughs> uh, um, well you guys gotta get going I suppose so I'm gonna ask you a bit about Gundam and the other things you guys have done but time is limited the con is and we Oh but hours away from the closing ceremony. Yep. So I guess we do have to wrap it up. But there is one last thing I'd like to ask you guys. Okay. Um, and it's not about boxers or greetings because this is about <laughs> anime and not about personal preference. Oh, wait, anime is all about <laughs> <laughs> uh, We have the long running small press versus large press debate. <laughs> Regardless of such uh bouncy objects, um, plastic widow, I guess, huh? Um, <laughs> would you guys like to go and do a little plug for our show in some of your various characters and voices real quick? Uh, sure, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I, I borrowed, uh, inspired by the uh, town radio doing that a while ago, so um First of all, would you like to go and do some things like, uh, you know, uh, Rio dive, dive, or something? I don't know. You know, just pick a voice, one you've done, one you make up, you know? Just, uh. Uh, I can just, just say it the way I, I feel say it. Sure. Like, just like um, A-O-M, H-O-R-Y-O, just dive, dive. Sure. H-O-R-Y-O, <laughs> <so> dive, dive. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. You want to do something like Moose, like, you know, uh, come back to me, H-O-R-Y-O. So, right? <laughs> you like that? Oh, Come back to the Please! Well, it's been a pleasure having you guys on the show. Uh, I hope you guys uh, tune in and listen and see how I manipulate the interview, put funny <laughs> shots Put in those parts, Tom. Right uh, but really, it's been a pleasure, and I'm glad you guys could come. Hey, thanks All so right. much. Yes, Thank, much. You. Thank you, oh, well, so, once again, thanks to Brad Smith and... Oh. I always mix them up, don't I? Yeah. Okay, you do yeah. the name. Brad Shlout and Doug Smith. Yes, thank you both very much for doing this little interview with us. And, you know, DV3, I had not realized how, if you will, constipated we were with content. We did something like six reviews, it seems. Yeah. Or at least five. And then we got all of this... Uh, well, we did the fan mail. That was rather brief. Yeah Then we've got this interview But we've still got more to do We've Ooh. got your book review We yeah, have my book review And We have And Our holiday gift card Recommended five. Oh boy This yeah. is going to be See we're going out this year With a bang <laughs> <laughs> I mean really This episode will be a uh, on December 31st, and it's certainly going and concluding our Asia Radio year with a bang. Yes. yes Definitely yes. going to have to get out a WhatsApp issue to go and tell about all the things that we've done since the last one. Because this episode's big enough for a single issue of WhatsApp by itself. Which of course people should sign up for our mailing list so they can keep updated. You know what? I haven't one for a while. I need to sign up. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. Although I could have sworn I put your email on the list, but who knows? Just funky yeah. stuff happens. Yeah. Oh, well. But if, you know, you want to join up on the mailing list, mz17.com, you can find the link there. I so can? You can. That's sweet. All right. But, um... It's time for a book review by the U-turn. All right. This book review will be going over the Warriors of Legends. Who's... Uh, Am I... You know, um, how about you go and get that book real quick, I and I'll provide entertaining syrup for our listeners. You can start with the what to buy. Okay, that's a great plan. All right, now that DB3's out of the room, let me tell you a little something about old DB3 here, okay? He's like, um, okay, you ever see those guys that are muscular but they're not brawny, you know, it's like they got a good build to them, but they're not like overly built. Well, he's super hunky in that way, and you can contact him at, hey, DV 3 I was just saying that Sailor Moon's always a great buy, no matter what year it is, even if it is out of print and unavailable, and not possibly trying to hook you up with one of our beautiful female otaku listeners. That's completely from my mind. We have a Beautiful female at the listener. You yeah, look just like the Bishonin from the Yowie. Sorry, yeah, I was just doing some Japanese lessons with our listeners. Go on and do your review. So how far did you get in the... What did I... Oh, I just barely stretched it. It was more like an introduction okay. more than anything. So you're reviewing Warriors of Legend, Reflections of Japan, and Sailor Moon. I figured that that would be a good tie-in is to say Sailor Moon was good for any season. Yes, it is. All right. Warriors of Legends, Reflections of... Yeah, the Hotmail account. Email them there. <laughs> oh, sorry. That just... <laughs> I got this cold. It makes me say crazy things. Reflections of Japan and Sailor Moon is a really good book. Um, I'll tell you what it, it would stump me. Um, I was a fan of the book. It has... Wait, you were a fan of the book? I'm the fan of the show, sorry. Oh, okay. Let me interrupt. This book was written by Jay Norbeck and Sushil K. Ruderant. Yes. I, I am a fan of Sailor Moon. It was one of the first anime I watched. It, along with the original Dragon Ball. Brought me into the world the of anime. The fun one. Yes. The fun Dragon Ball. Yes. It's what brought me into the world of anime. And this book actually brought Sailor Moon's life to me. Like, it's amazing how much the... Oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, Naoko Takeuchi. Yeah, Naoko Takeuchi. How much she really put her own life into the, into the show she took so much from her site like, her own life her own town her own surroundings and actually put it in there like I can't even describe all the stuff that she's done now this book it's about 150 pages long give right. or take but was it able to convey a lot of information it's, in that amount of space? it's unbelievable how much information you, like the only thing that I wish I, cu- I could have done more is like I wish I could be more familiar with Japan so I could understand it even better like it makes me want to go and un- get that much more of a cultural understanding. So does this bring a lot of that understanding it to it, you? Know? It, it brought, like, it, it, as much as it brought, I want even more now, to, just to understand even more. It's kind of like gives you a taste, and so now you're ready for, for the full course. Man. Yeah. Well, well um, um, there's three parts that she goes over in the book. She goes over, like... And it's got a comprehensive glossary as an introduction to people that I haven't seen Taylor Moon. It, it's very... It's, it's, a, it's a great book. If I may quote from right. the book, This book is organized into two sections. The first explores the way the city of Tokyo has shaped the contours of Sailor Moon. That Sailor Moon takes place in Tokyo, and furthermore, in one particular world of Tokyo, has been essential to the series' development. Nearly every act of the manga or episode of the anime involves the city in some fashion. Uh, okay, it goes really on. Oh, there, there's where I want to pick up. The second half of the book explores the reflections of Japan in the series' characters. We have divided the sections into five chapters, each of which is centered on a particular reflection. The first focuses is on family, analyzing the nuances of Japanese families as depicted in Sailor Moon. And I thought I'd just read that little excerpt to go and give them a taste of how it's written and also to go and refresh your memory on the structure. Yeah. Give it a little pitch, Some of the other things it talks about is religion and how religion in Japan and religion from other places like... So not just Shinto. Right. It has Christian, it talks a little about Christendom, it talks about, it talks about all sorts of things. It's an amazing book. I mean, I, I can't say enough good about it. I, remember when we first started, when you first talked about this on the air. We talked about the statue with the girl with the red shoes. It it talked more about that. It talked. I also like some of the stories. It well, there's several nice uh, black and white illustrations and photographs in here that was taken from um, the various locations around Japan. They actually had a guy. I think it took him like six months to go and take all of these photographs around Japan, and uh, they really help illustrate the book further. Yeah. I also liked all the stories it had about the author. Um, there's one story I liked about people, the young people, young American people who watched the anime, how they thought it was in France, because of the Tokyo Tower, and how when they always it, they would think it was the Eiffel Tower, and how it's a they calling this, this, under yeah, and I don't know, I, just, I don't know, there's just so much, I, I, I don't even know, okay, yeah, well, it said that the book was broken into two different, uh, sessions, mm-hmm. more or less. One about the city of Tokyo itself and how the land structures. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. Um, it just talks, like, it, talks, it takes, like, you'll see places in the anime, and then it'll take you it to places where those actual places were, or the, where they used to be when the anime ran. And it just, like, it tells you about the places. Uh, right, I, I just there. like to interject real quick, because I know a little bit about this. Um, the anime, of course, is made back in 92, mm-hmm. and Tokyo is a booming population. It's the most populous place in all of Japan, and so a lot of the stuff that was in Sea of the Moon doesn't exist there anymore. And so the authors had to travel there and find this out, usually from the older residents, and so they had to write about that from the memories of people in the region and whatnot. Yes. So, sorry to interrupt. Go on. You're talking about how it shows Tokyo and all the changes Yeah, but so basically that's what it is Like, there is a food store that you did always walk by And because of the copyright things and stuff They had to change the name, but they only changed it like, just enough where they could get by But there used to be a food court The Nickel Arcade, you remember the Nickel Arcade? Yeah, yeah, Game Center There used to be one there Like, there was just all the, all the stuff that was in the anime Was yeah, actually cool. there in real life And uh, uh, what about the second section which talks more about various aspects of Japanese culture as reflected in the characters? That, you know, that that section helped me understand more about just all the, like, anime in general, Japanese people, just because there's, like, that's why they do that. Or, I can't think of any examples right now, but there's just so much that helps you understand more about exactly... So, you've made a really good case for the educational value uh-huh. of her book. really helps give you insights into anime and the culture that's per, you know, portrayed yeah. within it. So obviously, as they say, you can take the businessman out of Tokyo, but you can't take the Tokyo out of the businessman. Or, I, I think there's some ways yeah. out there like that. But... What about its entertainment value? Does it pre- does it give you this information in a digestible fun format or is it? it does. like no, it, it is pretty fun. like they've thrown stories about the author, thrown stories about all, all sorts of different stories. like it is a very learning like it teaches you a lot. but like you don't actually realize like it's not like you go and read it's not a textbook right? It's not it's not a textbook. that's actually what I was looking for. so it's not that at all like. It helps you understand it. it It's sort of fun Like there's one story I, I love to think about It's when the author She's like Writing all this stuff Doing all this work And she's just sick of it She's like I'm quitting I'm not doing this anymore And the editor is giving like uh, Pay raise Vacation Help Trying like, to do anything he yeah. can to keep her Putting out the stuff. And she's like No I'm finished But so why did she want to quit? Just because she was tired Like she was doing so much stuff. Didn't she say she was having Like cramps and yeah, stuff? stuff? Yeah, she was having... Had oh, you time. want to read an excerpt? Yeah. Let me see if I can find it here real quickly. All right. Well, while you're scanning that, and for those people that don't know, now, this doesn't cover just the manga or just the anime. It actually covers the anime, the manga, and a little bit of the live action series, doesn't it? It does. It also co- covers some of Sailor V. Oh, the the manga that uh, uh, Naoko Takauchi did before she did Sailor Moon, which was the inspiration for the character of Sailor V, and because Sailor V, um, or Sailor Venus, was so popular that she went and she did Sailor Moon. Alright, here's what she was doing in one day, alright? It says, the Sailor Moon anime does not stop at season one, as we know. But that led to a problem. The anime was moving more quickly than the manga. Instead of waiting for Takahashi to provide more stories, the anime has created their own, which is a, the arc with a du- de- 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 the demon yep. Oh, that's why it seems so out of frame. Right. It was just one in the number of movies. Movies that this Takahashi, who she was so busy writing that the show had no time to worry about it. Then, at one point, her monthly workload included this: forty a fifty page serial with ten color pages, two special edition books. 54-page special issue co- compliments, 135-page trade paperback, outlines for anime episodes, and appointments and data collection. Takumi eventually came to the verge of total collapse. One day, when she was and her editor were discussing a that she didn't have it. She said, "I'm John. I'll not John anymore. What are the magazines that are waiting for your manga and animation series? I'm not, I'm going crazy. I'm stopping everything. I can't keep." Can- Continue, And basically he continued them arguing back and forth. And he finally answered. He was totally scared. And he's like, well, what about your readers? And of course, that was the straw. She couldn't leave them. She thought about all those people that she had out there wanting, starving, just needing needing more. Yeah. And she couldn't disappoint her friends. All right, DB3. So this book wraps up. How's, how's the book wrap up in the end? Um, you know what? I couldn't really tell you because I was trying to finish it and it was late. Just last night, actually, I finished it. But I... It just more or less kind of reiterates some yeah, of the stuff and... I believe that's what it is. Just ties it all together, eh? Right? Yeah. Alright, so... Put this out in a bang. Summarize what makes this book so great and give them your recommendation. The reason this book is so great is it brings back one of my childhood memories and makes it even better. And I give this book a top recommendation. Wow. For two reasons. It made me love my show even more. And two, if I never seen this show, it would make me love it. So, a top recommendation. recommendation. Not only does it enhance the experience of Sailor Moon, it enhances the experience of all anime, I guess. Wow, that's pretty impressive, DB3. Top recommendation. We don't give those out too easily. Well then, we'll be right on back with our anime holiday gift card roundup. Gentlemen, I welcome you from the future. I'm the official spokesman for SpyLore. Yes, SpyLore. The toy company you haven't heard of because it doesn't exist yet. We've come from the past. Well, okay, maybe I should just start over. We've come from the future to the past. Because in the future we are but a small toy company. But with our advanced technology, we will go and decimate all the other video game makers. With our new SpyLore GameStation 64000. This new game system is so advanced that it will make your eyeballs bleed from overexposure. Our system includes 64,000 bits of processing information in every bus channel. And this, my friends, means that you will get realistic experiences so in-depth, so exciting, so beyond today's technology, that in the future, Spylor will be the only company that exists because we will have decimated everybody else with our advanced games, including Spyro the Dragon 87 and Final Fantasy Triple X, exclusively only in the Spylor system, because modern-day computers would take 18 weeks just to boot up the game. So be sure to visit us today at www.spylor.future. A big shout out of thanks to this episode's sponsor, Spylar. If you'd like to be a sponsor of ASO Radio, be sure to go and contact us through the fan mail, And uh, if you'd like to go and sponsor the show. Yeah. Remember, the Spylar 6000. It's good enough for the children of the future. And don't you deserve to have future children? Okay, so, DD3, <laughs> um, this brings us to our anime... Uh, well, our 2005 anime gift card roundup Would you briefly explain to those listening What thought about this section And what it's all about? Usually this section we g- throw up before Christmas It's the section that we talk about Anime that would be good for If, if you have a if you want to get someone something And you're not sure what to get them We usually go through anime types and genres And say what the best anime in the section is But this year we're doing it a little different We're going to so do yeah, uh, with all the gift cards and all the money you got, what things you could look for for yourself. Exactly. And um, now last time we did our Christmas slash holiday special, what what to buy, like D three said we did it categories and then we just listened to whatever anime we thought was yeah. really good in those categories. This year, however, it's kind of uh, our year in review roundup, if you will. If everyone else can do it, one audience or radio. So we're only gonna be mentioning stuff that we've looked at this year that would make really good stocking stuffers um, and just whatever comes to mind. But since, of course, Christmas is over and not everybody celebrates Christmas, but people always get gift cards, we decided, hey, we'll just make it a what to use all your money on. Yeah. So, uh, DB3, start this off. I'm going to go pull up our list of what we've reviewed this year and you go ahead and you start off making a good gift card recommendation. All right. One of th- the best things I could say to go and get it is Full Metal Panic. I got the second volume from my little brother for this past holiday season, and I've watched it. It's even funnier than the first. I'm not kidding. There's more action. There's humor. It's great! Now, was this the, the Poopomo one? The, the no, it It's equal, or this is the original, original, but the second volume. But you get them both? It's the whole volume! But since we've only seen the first... Since we've only reviewed the first... I'm going to say, go for the first. So, there you go. Now, let's see. Hmm, which episode did we start this year off at, D 3 Oh, man. No, no, further back, further back. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure. Uh, Super Gal seems far enough back. Cat returns, no, no. Uh, let's make the cutoff point, episode 60. All right. I think that's good. Because uh, we put out a lot of episodes this year We have uh, Kind of made up a little bit for lost time in some sections Yeah um, So Let me see here um, Not the Stars No, no, no No, no uh, Now, we're, Nurse Witch Komugi Would make a good gift for somebody That's kind of uh, Likes crazy zany Little anime. kids Little kids would really like it uh, I don't know There's some of stuff in there oh, It's yeah. not really little kid territory. Um, but let's see. What else? Can cat we returns. Get? That cat returns would be excellent to use with like an Amazon gift card or something to Suncoast. Yeah, that would be awesome yeah. to go and get with a gift card. Uh, let's see. What else? We've got Excel Saga. That's perennially popular. Yeah. Uh, that's one of those with a lot of in So if you know somebody who's seen a lot of anime and eats Captain Harlock, that's a good one to yeah. get. <laughs> Metaphire um, Miku. Cool. Cool. You have. It's. it's that's a really great one, and you can get it for a really great price. Yeah. So, you know, you could still get that with a gift card. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's Evangelion, always popular, oh. so we can hardly recommend that one. If the Um, Let's see. Uh, I wouldn't sing Oscars, the Valley of the Wind, but Porco Rosso would make an excellent Porco Rosso would. It would add to any library. Yeah. Any? Now, House hasn't come out on DVD yet. That's actually going to be February or March. Uh, now, I know DB3 really likes that Datatoko Princess Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry That's completely wrong <laughs> uh, Girl Power It's a one-episode OAB But it is really good I cannot recommend that one Highly enough to people uh, Super Gal That has a really nice art style But beyond that uh, If you like the art style I say go for it But if you're looking for something more than that uh, Don't bother yeah. um, Escaplone That's some good stuff uh, Dakota. Well, everybody knows I like Dakota. Hey, you got it as a present. I did get it as a present this year during our N 17 production Secret Santa. Yeah. So no, I didn't of Secret Santa. Oh, that was my birthday. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, for the N 17 production Secret Santa birthday. Um, so that's a good one. His and her circumstances. You can pick up that box set from the Right Stuff International for forty dollars. So that's yeah. pretty good. Um, do star that's an excellent series yeah. very good I'm a, hey, this, this is my plan uh-huh. I'm gonna for my brother and sister I'm, each going, I'm going to buy one volume for their birthday One volume for Christmas One volume for their birthday And repeat as necessary <laughs> Right Very good So they'll know what they get But they're going to love it Samurai Champloo is a very good one for fans of uh, Well, I don't know Samurai Champloo is very similar yet very different to Bebop That one's kind of yeah. iffy, But, you know, look at it on Cartoon Network to decide if you want to get that um, oh my god, it's the movie. That's reasonably priced. If you could get that with a gift card. Not a bad purchase, but don't go in expecting it to be like the yeah. TV show or OAV. Um, of course, Myson Uh If you like romantic comedy, That should have more of an emphasis on the romance than the comedy, but Silver Buys Plenty of Chuckles. That's a good one. Um, I'll let you go through this list a bit, DB3. Um, Tom Poco. I can not really suggest it. It's, you have to, it takes particular taste. Uh, I think that Chromati High School can be given, uh, a good encouragement if you like, like, adult, Swim original content sort oh of yeah. humor. Chromati High School would be perfect for you. If you like Westerners, go for Trigun. It has a really good Western sci-fi feel. Mm-hmm, that's a very good one. Um... Let's see here, it was already done that, 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 that... Oh, TV3, you gotta talk about Tyler. Oh, if you love humor, if you love... If you just love being happy... And you want something from the classic period of anime, the golden 80s, as they were... Go for the irresponsible Captain Tyler. Uh, I really recommend Planetez just like uh, how states has high detail to anatomy. Um, Planetez has a really high attention to detail in space physics. So if you want to have an uh, edutainment, uh, both entertainment and get a little bit of education too, check out Planetez. Uh, Slayers, of course, we both like Slayers. Yes. Very good stuff. Um, and of course, the stuff we mentioned earlier in this review, some of that would make good presents, Some of it would not. Unless, of course, you have a girl that likes the OE. Then that would make an excellent present of gravitation. Wow, that went a lot quicker than I was expecting DD3. Thank goodness. Well, it is an hour and a half long episode. So, there you go. Um, well, we have to go out with a bang. We do have to go out with a bang. And since we only have enough hard drive space to record an additional 17 minutes, we better go and delete some of our older files. Not the, the episodes, end. but the art episode sources. So, yeah. So... <laughs> With only seventeen minutes left, this is NB seventeen and UBC signing out for two thousand five. We'll see you next year with a whole bunch more of action packed, fun filled, and just plain down and out wacky episodes of A Show Radio. ASA Radio is copyright of ng 17 Productions. ASA Radio is licensed to the general public under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share Alike license. Additional license is available. For more information, visit us online at www.ng17.com.